Hey, dude, who do we have today? Dude, we have Eric Brown in Ohio. He's freaking awesome. He's gonna show us how to master agency processes, double the production with half the staff. Let's do this. Woo! Welcome to the Insurance Dudes, a podcast for insurance agency owners, helping us to think of different ways to optimize our business and our lives. Look at this. Are we are we getting like a smoke entrance? I want smoke and lasers right now. That would be great. Wouldn't that be map. good? Is that a map of the old world? Where's the intro music? Oh, I'm gonna cue up the intro music. Bum 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Now we're alienating all of the non-Star Wars fans. I love the uh, build-up right now. I'm feeling anticipation? it. Yeah, anticipation. This is great. He's a good salesman. It might be a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to ask him. But we're recording. This is going to be a good intro, by the way. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Okay, let me, I'll peruse the wall. There's Is that Pez dispenser up there? Oh! What's next, what's next to the Goonies map? What is that next to the Goonies map? That's yeah. The That's the key from the movie. From what movie? From Goonies? From Goonies. Eric! What's up, guy? How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Good. Dude, so you came on, it was just your office? And I was like, dude, this is going to be a rad intro. So we're going to cue up wow. some intro music. I was oh, thinking no. smoke and lasers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? we're, we wanted smoke and lasers. Well, you know, so did Dr. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Freaking oh, sharks with freaking laser beams. Right, right, exactly. So, you know, but unfortunately, you're going to have to settle for me. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you're doing, you're doing, uh, webinars and podcasts nonstop these days uh yeah my my schedule's been pretty busy i don't i don't know what the deal is for some reason i, I think it's because i say the f word a lot and it makes people laugh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you're rocking the tribe you're rocking um asa well right. yeah and uh i mean i i don't know i wouldn't say that i'm rocking it i just you know they invited me out to come talk and, and i was super honored to do it um I don't know. It's just, dude, it's just that thing, man. You know, when, when you get in that groove and you're able to help people, um, that's, that's your duty to help. You know what I mean? Like you should do something every day to, to lift somebody else up. So. Yep. You sound that like Dave awesome. Williams. Dude, yeah, I tell you what, man, that, that dude is, he's, he's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So inspiring. Hashtag yeah. inspire a nation. Right. I know. I was, I, I got, I was super down. He, uh, he reached out to me to do, um, his uh that day challenge uh you know for his brother passing and i was all set to do it and a, a bunch of stuff went down that week and my my week just it completely got away from me and i wasn't able to get it done so i i gotta i have a makeup day to make sure yeah, i still just get do it, it anyway i did but, it the yeah. day after yeah yeah and that, that's what i'm gonna have to do so but i'm still committed to getting it done for him yeah same that's here awesome. i i was gone i was gone in um I was off the grid <laughs> and I was like, Oh crap. But yep. yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So it, uh, but you know, hey, exciting times, exciting times. How's the agency going? Uh, so far so good. Uh, I mean, you guys have seen, I, I, I stole some uh, advice from, uh, from, from a boy Jay Atkins there. He says, you know, take massive action and, uh, I think I, I took about the most massive action anybody could take uh, concerning my agency. So, um, you know, hey, it, it, we're getting there. Can we talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about that. Yeah. I, how, how did that work out? Or, or how, how, how has that worked, worked out integrating Stephanie into your, into your agency, having her come in? I mean, that's some pretty powerful credentials. And yes. a, a huge land. I remember when you told me and, and I was like, what? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, no, and, and that's exactly it, man. Uh, she, she's been an absolute game changer. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things of uh, you can't pass up the opportunity. So, uh, you know, when, when that opportunity presented itself, I, I absolutely had to take it. Um, but, uh, 
dude, she's been, she's been a game changer. I mean, everybody kind of knows her legend. Uh, anybody that spoke to her or at least knows her name. And I can tell you it is absolutely true. Um, that I've, I've never met a coach better than her. Um, and she's just overnight. I mean, she came in and instantly changed the culture of the agency. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So. Talk about details of that. Cause uh, you know, everybody hears, everybody thinks that there's a silver bullet uh with yeah. agency or sales or anything right and it all comes down to processes and actually actionable things that we can do so what does she do that yeah well and really- so you guys are going to have her on so i don't want to steal her thunder um but just from what i see from like kind of a, a high level looking down um is, man, she's just she is relentless I mean, she just, she doesn't let off the gas all day long. I mean, she, she beats me into the office every single day. Uh, normally I'm driving to work and she's already, you know, texting me like, Hey, I need to log into this. What's your password? You know, whatever. And I'm like, Holy crap, man. Like, all right, hold on. I'm, I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> but it, so, you know, she's the first one here and the last one to leave every single day. Um, and she is, she is on my staff, uh, you know, if they don't close, if they don't one call close uh, a prospect, she makes me uh, she makes them download the phone call and send it to her so she can listen to it and coach them on it. So every single call, call. that they get on, every call. call close it. Yep, every single call. If they don't one call close it, they have to download it and send it to her. And uh, you know, and then she'll go through it. She knows what to look for, um, but, and, and she immediately coaches them on it. Um, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, as, as soon as like she's online listening to their calls live as they're going on. Uh, you know, which with the VoIP systems, everybody has that capability. So if you're not doing that, I guess my question would be why? I, I know my answer at least was because as an agency owner, you know, you get bogged down and you're like, oh, I'm too busy, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. But then when the numbers start to slide, it's nobody's fault but our own. So yeah. you have two choices. Either you make the time, you let your agency fail, or you hire somebody that, that that's their sole responsibility in life. Um, but, you know, I mean, just in the impact she's had in, in two weeks with me now, uh, you know, the, the, the cost, the additional cost of having somebody on staff to do that is easily going to be paid for by the increase in production. That's awesome. How, how have you changed? Um, I feel useless for the first time in my <laughs> life. Um, <laughs> That's so, no, you know what, though, and, and actually it's a good So I, I read every single morning. Right. So I'm, I'm a huge proponent. I think you should read a book every day. And so the, the best advice I got was read 13 pages every day. Cause if you read 13 pages a day, it's something like 80 books a year that you'll end up reading. It's insane. Um, wow. so, so that's what I've been doing. And I, I had just finished, um, in May, I had just finished, uh, what's the extreme ownership from, uh, uh Jocko Willick. Yeah. And so, you know, he talks in there about leadership and he's like, if you're a leader and your team needs you, you're a horrible leader. Like you have failed. If your team needs you, you have, you have completely missed the mark. Um, you should, your team should want you, but they should never need you. Right. And so up until this point over the last, you know, 15, 16 months of growing my agency, uh, I always felt like my team needed me. If I was gone, it felt like my office was sort of falling apart, you know, and stuff like that. And so I restructured here in the last two weeks, I, I moved uh, my, uh, Nicole, who is here in my office, I moved her over to service. So she is my service manager and, and the actual office manager, just managing like day-to-day operations, which is the absolute, she is phenomenal. Anybody that's emailed me, texted me, messaged me, stuff like that. Normally you get a response from Nicole. Um, and uh, so, so she is phenomenal, making sure I get where I need to be when I need to be there and making sure that, that my customers are taken care of and the agency's running smooth. And then Nicole came, or, and then Stephanie came in, took over the sales team, coaching, leads, analyzing leads, all that kind of stuff from me. And, and so for the first time, it's been weird walking around and, and you like pop in and ask Stephanie, say, hey, you know, what do you need from me? Nothing. Okay. Then you go in and you talk to Nicole, like, Nicole, man, what do you, what do you need? Nothing. Go talk to my sales team. I'm like, hey, what can I do for you guys? And they're like, nothing. And I'm like, well, damn, I mean, like, what do I do? So, so now, yeah, legit, like, the, now my focus can be on, on actually setting the vision and growing the agency. That's awesome. So, so with, this is interesting because with, with Nicole, what was, she was a good producer, 
like writing well, a lot of business? Yeah, um, she would, I would say above average, um, but she mm -hmm. was consistent, man, she was my rock. So, uh, you know, that's, yeah. that's hard when you, when you make that transition and you pull somebody that, that consistently delivers results and you say, okay, you know what, I'm going to do something else with you. Um, that's a tough call to make, but did you assess her? Uh, no, she actually, she started with me probably three weeks after I unlocked my doors. I'd be so, curious to see her assessment, but, but what we've, what I've seen a lot of and, and what I think is important is, is having those sales personalities in the service arena yeah. because at the end of the day there's there there's still sales right it's a different kind of sales but if you right. can have the person at the top being the you know the sales manager a really strong salesperson then they're creating that culture in your service team right when right. it's so clear i mean we write half our stuff is from service calls right half yep. of the items we write in this place is, is service calls. I mean, that's gimmies and we need those, right? Yep. We won't get into the challenges with the other thing, but uh, <laughs> the hot topic, but right. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been a good transition. Like I said, we're only uh, actually about a week and a half into it now, but I'm, I'm curious to see, I think June's shaping up. It is already, it's shaping up to be our best month we've ever put on the books. And uh, you know, realistically we're down to about two and a half LSPs. Um, and they'll outright back when I had six. So, um, wow. it, you know, yeah, so it, it's, it's, it's starting to kind of come around and now I'm excited because we've got a couple other prospects in the pipeline and that's where, you know, that sales strengths identifier, that's where that's been huge is because it's, it's so easy. It's so easy to integrate into my, my hiring. And as soon as they get on and they complete that assessment, boom, it comes to me, it goes to Stephanie and she just goes through and there is a legitimate numerical value put on every single strength. And so she can just run through it, say, you know what, this person's strong, this person isn't, I'm going to call this person. I'm not going to call this one. Um, so we've made some hires, we got people licensing and I'm like, man, you know, if, if my staff is, is going to write what they're trending for this month already with just two people and I add two more, we're going to be killing it. So mm -hmm. That's great, man. And you got to build a, a solid foundation to bring new people into. So it's way better to start with a strong base and build upon that. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's what was tough. Like this year I, I wiped out my agency. I, you know, I walked in June, uh, January 1st with uh, eight staff members and took it down to three. <laughs> so it, uh, but you know, and that's it. I mean, you got to build that strong foundation and build it back up. That's it, man. And the stronger the foundation, to your point, and like the way you've hired and you, you do have extra people that are now uh, assisting the sales and all this stuff. I mean, talk about building a strong foundation. And to your point, if they're writing what six people did, imagine each person's going to substantially right. help. Yeah. You. And, and that's it. I mean, you know, you, you talk about you get each producer writing $45,000, a month. Uh, you know I mean? With, with four producers, you're writing 200,000 in premium a month. I mean, that's, that's just, that's huge, especially in Ohio. Cause Ohio, like you, you know, Craig in Arizona, man, I think you guys are right there with us in your cost and premium. I mean, mm -hmm. having, having low premium States is, is rough because you just, you just, you have to write a ton of business to get that premium up there. Yeah. Sometimes I long for Texas. I know. Right. <laughs> I know I talk to Anthony all the time and uh, you know, I, I have to write double the items he does to equal his premium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But it, it could also be challenging on that close with the, yeah, it's, it's, it's just something else. It is something yep. else. So you go. Jay. Sorry. So a lot of agencies, you know, we start with, we're doing all the work, right? Then you have yep. like one or two people helping you and you're always that piece that you're talking about. You're that piece that kind of the glue that holds it together. So I think one of the biggest challenges for me uh, when I started go going out of that was like, how do you, how do you build that? And what metrics are you holding people accountable to on, on all ends, whether it be service or sales or like, like what is the exact process to follow? And I think that that could help a lot of people get out of that mindset of, I have to be here. Like it's, I have to do yeah. everything. 
Right. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, I like to leverage as much knowledge as I can from other agents. Uh, so, so just FYI, disclaimer, none of these are original Eric Brown ideas. These are all over <laughs> from other people. Um, but, you know, so you just reach out to where people's strengths are. I mean, when I started, I'm like, okay, you know what, I'm going to revamp service and we're just going to, we're going to tear it down and we're going to completely, because when you looked at service and I'm like, okay, I'm retaining it at 82, 83% on my book. If I can bump that up to 90% on 7%, even on a million dollars in premium, you know what I mean? Like you're talking what, seven, uh, $70,000 that you don't have to write now. Like that's huge. So, yeah. you know, um, being able to, to do stuff like that. Um, so like, I just, I, I reached out to Laura Harris, you know, I'm like, let's, let's reach out to the process queen because arguably there's nobody better in the service game. And, uh, so I reached out to her and I'm like, man, Hey, what can you help me with? Give me some ideas and some advice. And, and so, you know, she gave me stuff like, um, you know, looking at the averages of um, how many reviews each of your service staff can get done on a daily basis. So like implementing those minimums on, on my sales staff, I have minimum. And I think all of us have that, right? We have minimum performance qualifiers on sales staff. So you gotta make this many outbound phone calls, this much talk time, this many quotes. And, and those are metrics to, to hold them accountable to. But what do we do for service? Right? We're like, oh, just go love our customer. That's it, period, end of story. Right? And, and we just kind of leave it open. Well, how do you measure that? So like now we implemented, um, you know, you have to do an average of three to four uh, reviews every single day. So if you don't do any on Monday because the phone's ringing off the, off the hook, then you've got to pick it up somewhere else in the rest of the week. And, and that's, again, that's a minimum. You know what I mean? Like that's a, that's a, that is a, the bare minimum to keep your job is you need to be doing three to four every single day. Um, uh, you know, so looking at that, uh, in incentivizing my service staff now, uh, we're paying them bonuses for leads or for every, uh, item that they transfer to the sales team over 10 items. So, uh, and we just tiered it just like a lot of people tier their LSPs commissions, you know, we're like, Hey, we'll pay you eight bucks a, uh, per item that you transfer over to, to sales after you get 10 items. You know, and it's retroactive all the way back to the first one. And then once you get to 15 wow. items, we pay you 10 bucks an item. And once you get to 20 items, we'll pay you 12 bucks an item. And then once you get to 25 items, you know, and we just kept ramping it up until you get to 40 items. Uh, and, and so imagine if you have two service people, right? If they're each transferring 40 items to sales every single month and you have two service people, that's 80 items a month. So yeah. even if you're paying them, a bonus on transferring those over, what would you be paying for leads that are closing at 60% from a lead vendor, right? You'd be paying, oh my God, you, everybody would probably be willing to pay 50 bucks a, a lead for that easily. So why are we giving that to our service staff? And how much more do those clients stick when they have their buddies that are at the same agency and every, you know, it's like. Right, yeah, so, so now I've got clients that, you know, I'm increasing my bundling rate, which, because I'm, I'm enhanced compensation. So I don't get that broad in your book, you know, for the Allstate agents yet. But you know, if, if you're off of enhanced compensation, yeah, you're going to get that broad in your book bonus. You're driving your retention numbers up. We're starting to get life cross sells. I mean, and we're starting to get all this stuff. And so those customers are retaining better. We're getting more referrals. We're taking care of whole households. I, I mean, so you're just, you're solving so many problems. Yeah. And you're out, you're out reading books. That's it. Read books, meditate daily. Man. Read books. <laughs> awesome. Where are you at in your agency? What year? Uh, I'm in month uh, 19. Just started my 19th month in business. What's the ECP oh, cool. length in Ohio? Uh, 44 months. 44? Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I still got a decent time left. Um, and then we were going to try and open our second ECP this summer uh, you know, but again, Laura told me, she's like, Hey man, don't scale chaos. You know what I mean? So I'm like, that's a good point. So we, we choked back on that. Um, but you know, and I, I let, I let the mothership know, I was like, Hey, look, I don't think I'm ready to open my ECP yet, which, uh, they stepped back. Cause I think I'm probably the first agent that ever told them that <laughs> of, uh, you know, Hey, let's pump I did the same thing this year. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, so we pumped the brakes a little bit. And, uh, you know, but I'm like, let's, let's get these processes put so that when I open those doors on, on the second location, man, I'm just, it's like lightning, you know, it'll be like a, a shotgun blast coming off. Totally. Now, do you, 
have everything in a process manual? We do. Are you yep. Doing? Everything. I mean, from the way that you answer the phone to checking voicemails to onboarding customers, all of it, every single thing is in there. Awesome. And that's obviously an evolving thing. Yep. Yeah. As, as we get new technology, obviously it, it starts to evolve. And then now like I'm rewriting it again because now with the addition of Stephanie, she took a lot of processes away from other people. So, it, you know, it, it's all right. You got to make some changes. No, it's good. I, the, the, the process manual thing, we've always had it kind of all separate. So now mm-hmm. we're really making a cohesive, a cohesive one in the agency. And it really is a game changer when, when, when there are, when every question is answered on a, how to do it and B um, where to find it. Right. Then there's yeah. no, and expectations. I think expectations are huge for everybody yeah. to be very clear. And, and that's the thing I noticed too, a lot on like when people hire, um, the, the big changes I made to hiring, one was uh, seeing how like, in, in, again, once, once you sign up for like the sales strength identifier, right? You get that, that hiring manual um, or interview manual, this one right here that sits on my desk. So <laughs> um, yeah, it literally sits next to my phone. What's that? I didn't have to ask for it. No. Well, it sits next to my phone because every once in a while you get a person that calls in, Hey, you hiring? Yeah, great. Let, you know, let's talk real quick. And I just run oh, it right there. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, doing your whole thing there at, at, at the end when you're like, man, you know what? The, the interview has gone great. You sound great. You seem like a great kid. I just don't think you're a right fit for this agency and just see what they do. Um, that that's been huge. So like actually, I like that move. Yeah. And I, I think the problem is, yeah, it is, it is real hard, but I think the problem is, uh, too many agency owners sell their agency to the candidate. You know what I mean? Like we come off in the interview, we're like, Oh, but this is such a great place to work. And we do this and we do that. And you you know, And, and so when the candidate comes in and it's not all, you know, roses and unicorns and Disneyland, like you described it, they're like, well, wait a second this is nothing like what you made it out to be. This is, this is hard. So just setting those expectations up front of like, this is hard. Like you've got to want it, you know, sell yourself to me. And then being like you said, Jason, man, being super clear on the expectations of like, look, you know, we have a rolling average for sales. If, if over a two month rolling average, you ever fall below 25 items, you're fired. 24 items, pack your desk and go. There is, there's no, there's no gray area. There's no reprieve. It is what it is. It is a measurable metric that you know you have to stay above. Well, dude, and 25 items, you know, I mean, if, if, if they're not hitting that, they're in the wrong, in the right. wrong spot. Right. But how often, it, premium, right? and, and I almost, I almost put that into place to hold myself accountable because I don't know how you guys are. Like, I love everybody. You know, I come into work and, you know, I'll be like, Hey, where's that new guy I hired two weeks ago. And you know, like, everybody would be like, well, we fired him like last week. I'm like, Oh no, I really liked him. And they'll be like, bro, he couldn't sell anything. He sucked, <laughs> you know? And, uh, you know, it, it, I think too long we'll, we'll pull people along because we're under the impression we have to just fill seats to fill seats. And we're like, well, this guy has a pulse and can fog a mirror. So you know, yeah. staff, and, and we think we can, uh, like try and, and raise the work ethic, but 25 items is just work ethic. There's not like, you don't need any skill to sell 25 items. Like that's just picking up the phone and making the dials. Yeah. So yeah, if you can't hit that, you're just not even coming in and trying. Yeah, true. So, yep. So I put that in almost for myself and not for them. Like if they fall below 25 items, that's my signal that I need to let them go. You t- you hit a really important point about selling the agency to the employee employment candidate versus the other way around and and it because and it it really is this it's this dichotomy where agents typically aren't going to be looking or hiring until they need right and then right. when they need because they're you know they're firefighting they're not the right. fire captain they're the firefighter and they're yep. putting out all the fires i don't have time i can't do it but just like your book reading 13 pages a day you get however many books that is in the same way, you know, two hours a week of, of screening candidates, two hours, like everybody can find two hours. Yep. You know, you, 
easily jerk around doing something else. If you, if you put it on your calendar, you're hard and fast and it's your rule and you hold yourself accountable to it, you get to those candidates and then you become that person who isn't hiring out of need, right? right. Because you can be more selective. Hey, look, I got five coming in or I have five I'm talking to. Some weeks I'll have none, you know, I'll have none. Some weeks I have more. It averages out to about two hours a week. But you're, yeah. you're always talking to them. And, you know, I've heard from so many agents also, um, you know, well, I can't do that because I don't have a spot. And it's like, yeah, you're not going to find somebody, right? Okay. You so wait, week. Let me address that real quick because yes. somebody actually just said that to me the other day. I'm like, dude, you need to be recruiting. And they're like, well, I don't have any open spots. Here's the thing. I didn't have an open spot for a, for a sales manager, right? Right. And, and so if, if, you're the, if you're the owner of the Golden State Warriors, you know, when they're winning all these championships and LeBron James in his prime comes over to your team and is like, hey, man, I want to join Steph Curry and all these guys. Can you find a spot for me? Dude, if no you're brainer. the owner of Golden State, yeah. You're like, dude, I will no – more, no more seats in the locker room. Like <laughs> – yeah, like we're, we're selling towels. We're doing whatever we can to afford you, bro. Like I will make room. And so that's well, no, it. Well, right? for himself, right? right? Like his or herself. You bring on a killer. You yep. bring on, I mean, Stephanie's paid for herself in two weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. For her, I mean, for half a million well, dollar salary. You know, and, and, and the thing, the thing too, that, to think about on that is like on day one, she comes in and, you know, at 19 months in business, I, I would I would say I think anybody that's 19 months in would probably be like, dude, you're crazy. You don't need a sales manager. You know what I mean? You're 19 months in business. But like, think about all the things that they have dropped the ball on on training us on that we don't know that somebody with her amount of experience knows. So like in day one, she came in and showed me how to mine 6,000 leads out of my current book. So she added 6,000 leads into my CRM from my current book of business. And I'm like, holy crap, man. Like, those are just audits and reports that I never knew existed that I didn't know how to run. And, and so, again, I mean, what would you pay for 6,000 leads? You know what I mean? Like, totally. so, it, yeah. So, if you start kind of looking at the cost that way, it actually becomes very doable. But, yeah, so just like to your point, you know, if just because you don't have a spot for somebody, man, never stop looking because when a rock star presents themselves, like, you make room. You figure out how to make it work. Like I'll do it. I'll work out of the broom closet and give somebody my office if, if that's what it takes. You know, I will make room for you. And you know, you have somebody you have to get rid of that you weren't expecting, right? You find out right. somebody writing bad business or whatever. There's that yep. lag time. And because we love everybody, I mean, you and I are similar. I love everybody. Yep. And it's just like uh, it's a killer when somebody turns on you, you know, and 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 so so then you have that open spot. If you don't have somebody, if you don't have a bullpen, you know, if people to potentially reach into you're three months out yep. and that person that you get, you're making a lot of concessions, you, you know, cause they can fog a mirror and they have a license and you, you go, all right, I'll bring them on. I know that she seems a little wonky, but, but let's, let's do it anyway. And then right. three months later, you're like, well, I just spent eight grand. And I have to fire her. Yep. And, and you're thousands into that person. You're thousands of dollars. When you talk about, exactly. Workers yeah. comp and, and, and salary and taxes and training and everything, man, you're thousands into a hire. Like, yeah. right. So yeah, absolutely. It, you know, and, and on the recruiting two hours a week, dude, it's nothing. Like I gave you my email address to set up on that assessment for my cell phone, because think about where you sit and you generally Facebook all week long. Right. And so I was like, you know what, when I'm sitting in, when I'm sitting in the executive office, it, you know, if you know me and I'm, I'm a throne, I'm like, I'm going to look at assessments rather than Facebook. And right. dude, I mean, and it's surprising how much time you have. So like, I would never actually take away from my work time to look at those assessments. I'd look at them while I was kind of breaking. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it takes two seconds, right? You pull it up, you're boop, bad. Next right? one. Yep. Delete. Exactly. Pull it up. This one's good. Sweet. Instead of I, trying to, yeah, instead of trying to figure out like, well, what does this profile mean? Like, could this person be a good fit? Like, I, I like the, the numeric base of it, of, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like you said, sevens are above. Cool, I'll call you. Anything below seven, probably not even going to call you. Yeah. It's yeah. clarity. Again, it's clarity. Just Yeah, yep. Exactly. Um, I, I like what you said. So, I think the bigger picture of this is that 
um, you do have clarity of your vision of where you want to take the agency. That's why you're reinvesting in new staff. That's why. So I think clarity of vision of where you want to go needs to be nailed. And I think people a lot of times are hoping and wishing and hoping and wishing doesn't get you anywhere. It's you got to take the steps to get there. And I yep. think a lot of, a lot of agents, like, they're like, oh, I want to do this, but I'll stay, you know, or whatever. And there's all these factors, but it's like, dude, what's, where, where do you really want to go? Like if, right. like if you want to go reverse engineer it Yep. and, and we got to take a hit right away. Yeah. Yeah. Go. You're always going to have an initial upfront investment. It is what it is, but yeah. you know, small action. So I, I don't know if you guys ever listen to Grant Cardone or anything like that, but you know, yeah. I, I like his stuff. And so he always talks about, you know, there's four types of action. There's no action, there's retreat, there's average amounts and massive action, you know? And he's like, and the most dangerous action is average amounts because you actually think you're doing stuff and really just wasting time, you know? But like, whereas no action, like, yeah, okay, you didn't do anything. So you don't expect a return and retreat, like you're just kind of worthless anyway. So, but average action is, is the most dangerous thing you can do. So like, if you need to do anything, take massive action you know, and, and that's like, that's what I'm trying to focus on now is just, if you're going to do it, just do it big, go big or go home. Yep. So. It's, it's what happens when the, when the owner is disengaged is, yep. is that average action happens. It, the, the employees will typically, and you know, Stephanie's a little different than a typical employee cause she's pretty much like an agent, but, but most employees in general, and it's no offense to them, it's just human nature will start to slide towards the average, right? You pump them up. If you do that seagull management where you come in, you know, yell yep. at them a little and take off, uh, then, you know, the, maybe you get some response, right? Right when you had the, the meeting, but then it's like, beep, we're moving back towards the average. Yeah. And, and they'll slide to the, what they perceive as something easier, even though they're really not getting any results from doing that. Right. Yep. It's how they sell or how they, how they make the calls. I mean, I, I had an example here where I, I looked at the process. I was like, man, you're not hitting the whole cancellation audit. Let's look at it. And we, we drilled down and, and it turned out she's looking up, you know, she's looking before she calls each number, yep. looking up, checking the billing. And, and I said, well, so how many, how many of the people that you called do you actually get a hold of? Uh, one in 10. Right. So but you're checking before on each call. So how long does that take? Oh, only a few minutes. Okay, let's say it's three minutes. You know, three yeah. minutes times ten is thirty minutes, but you only got a hold of one of them, so you spent thirty minutes prepping for one person. Right? And she's like, yeah. oh, I think of it like that. Right? It's like, well, yeah. why don't you just do it as you're calling them? Right. What does it matter? I, I mean, why right. does it matter? I mean, the numbers. The no, right. The numbers aren't going to change if you look at it before you call or during the call. Like they right. are. What, I mean, they might if it's, if it's an alliance, they'll probably change. Yeah. They'll change. Like, you know, but, uh, it, yeah, but it's that, you know, just simplifying. And then, and then they go, Oh, that is a better way. Right. But it's so critical for us to provide that support. Cause sometimes they just don't think of it like that. Yeah. And we're numbers people. Yeah. You know? One of my so, favorite. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. The, I was just going to say, one of my favorite things to do is we, we have a dialer for Russian roulette and it's everybody. And we just oh, yeah. run through a dialer. And when you get them on the phone, say, Hey, Thanks for being with us. Start a, con a, a normal conversation. And then while you're on the conversation, see what they, what, you know, any gaps or anything they need. Like you don't have to know. It doesn't have to be, oh, we're looking at, you know, mono line autos that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, who cares? Like right. everybody needs something. We have a ton of, ton of crap we can hawk. We all know the only way to have an effective conversation is for them to like you, right? So right. that first part of the call has to be what Jason's saying. You're talking to a buddy. Hey, yep. how's it going? What, right. what are you calling about? You know, like we, I like it where it goes, where you take it as long as you can until they say, wait, why did you call? You know, right. like that's the best. Then yep. it's like, oh, I totally forgot. I was having so much fun. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, how much better is that than, like hey, that. this is Heather calling from Allstate. We want to go over your ah, policies. Is this a good right. time? Vomit. Who wants to go over their policies? Yep. Nobody wants to have anything to do with their insurance. That's right. what I tell well, everybody. 
here's here's the secret and this is this is one of the things that we're teaching so you know we're getting ready uh I, i'm hosting a live event right here in ohio uh with the tribe and it's going to be amazing um but that's one of the big things that we've been teaching and preaching is you know just on that initial answer how many times and and i listen to phone calls a lot from other agents um you know where i'm trying to help uh maybe figure out where they're going wrong with their internet leads and the, they're like hey is this is this craig Right. And if somebody calls and says that to you, Hey, is this Jason? What's what Im immediately? What does your mind tell you? Oh, salesperson. I, I say, no, no. Nope. How am I going to get off this call? Right. Yeah. You're immediately, Oh, it's a salesperson. Right. And so, but like, and yeah, you might be wrong every once in a while, but if you answer and I'm just like, Hey, Jason, Hey man, how's it going? You know? And, and you're just like, yeah, like, yeah, this is Jay, you know? And, and so like, people are like, well, what if you're wrong? Then you're wrong. Who cares? You who know what cares? I mean? Like, That's a, the right. what ifs are horrible. Who cares? Yeah. But it immediately catches them off guard because they're like, oh, is this a friend? Oh, this person knows me. You know what I mean? And, and so you're kind of already in before they even catch up to realize why you're calling. And then Craig, just like you said, man, that's exactly their next response is like, hey, wait, why were you calling? Like, where are you from again? And we're like, oh, we're from Allstate. And they're like, oh, you know, but it's already too late. We're already down the rabbit hole. Like we're off, we're off and running. Like you. It's yeah. so like funny. You. They're not going to hang up on you. Right. We, exactly. I, I heard your, uh, your script and it's so similar to ours. Um, we had the exact same thought process and that's it. Like in, when I tell other people, especially cause it's, it's different per state per County, right? Everybody greets somebody different, but take the, yeah. Like literally take how you call your buddy and say that right off the bat, like right. sound and, and tone and everything else. Like that's the simplicity of it is that. And if you do that with internet leads, you're going to win. And then yeah. it's, and then it's assuming the quote, assuming like you just, you yep. just keep going. Like don't ask like, right. Hey, do you want a quote? I know I sure don't want to quote. Right. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It's like crazy. Yeah. Is this a good time to go over your quote? No, right? never. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, and so and, and to that point, here's a neat little game you can play for, for anybody that, you know, wants, wants to look into building a better script to get a hold of people. Have all of your staff call five of their friends from your VoIP system so it's all recorded, right? Love it. Have each one person just be like, call five of your friends and just, Ask them, um, whatever, what they're doing, what the plans are for the weekend, right? And then go back and listen to the intro on every single call. Because if you have four producers and they each call five friends, you have 20 intros. Listen to how all 20 intros start. And, and like you said, depending on where you're from, they're going to be really similar. You know, if, if, if you're from like down south and stuff, I mean, you know, it might be like, hey, howdy, my friend, or something, I don't know, whatever they say. You know, right. um, you know, whereas like, you know, if you're, yeah, you know, if you're Boston or whatever, you know what I mean? Like you're going to, you know, yeah, right. Yeah. If you're, if you're Boston, you got to have like gunshots in the background and stuff. Right. I mean, like, that's how they roll up there. So it's, but yeah, so, you know what I mean? Like listen to the way that your staff talks to their friends and then build your script around that because you want the person you're talking to, to be a friend. Yep. And when it comes to internet leads, the damages and the details, because every, they're getting blown up by so many people. Yeah. If you're aggregating your own, it's a different story, but still like it, you, there's nobody wants to deal with this. That's the bottom line. So you have to leverage whatever you can to make them want to deal with it. Yeah. And that's you. And, and the thing that we, well, I'm saying the thing that we have being, you know, like also being with Allstate and stuff, the thing that you have is Geico and, and your call centers, they don't get that because their call centers aren't in probably in your same state. You know what I mean? Like you've got somebody from like here, you know, if I put in a quote, because in FYI, if you're not having your staff do this, you're crazy. Have your staff get quotes from other carriers. Like right. because your staff needs to see what they're saying. And so whenever we put in a quote request from Geico, it's somebody from like North Carolina calls us. So I, I'm thinking that might be where their call center is at. You know, but you can tell they're not from Ohio. And it's like, so wait a second, you know, and, and so leverage that dynamic and be where you're from. Don't, don't sound like a call center that's from on the other side of the country. Right. There's one well, here in Tucson too. 
Is there? Okay. <laughs> when I do the ECB, I think I'm going to park a car out in front and just have a big banner across it. Right. Now hiring. <laughs> now hiring. Do right. you hate your call center? Dude, just do like me. So I'm telling you, I, I run my hiring ads and because we have Progressive's World Headquarters is right here in my backyard. And I literally, so I go on Facebook and I run my ads and I drop a pin right on Progressive's call center. <laughs> and, uh, and I target anybody that inside of that circle. And uh, so that way when anybody's sitting at work and they jump on Facebook, they see my ads. And we get a That's ton awesome. of people. Yeah, we get a ton of, so yeah, if you've got a guy called call center or something like that, man, just drop a pin right on top of it with your ads. Yes. And, and blow it up, put like $100 a day on that thing, you'll kill it. I mean, there, it's, it's easy for me to get 65 applications a day from Progressive's call center. What and, percent do the assessment? Um, we're at maybe about 25, 30%. Yeah, that's so good not, though. At 60, yeah. you got 20, 20 viable candidates. That are already licensed, have insurance experience, yep, are good on Great. the phones, can pump they out. Talk to people, right? Yeah, well, eh, sometimes. Oh. <laughs> you're right they may not have this the right words coming out but they do know how to talk to people right because yeah. they're you know, progressive is not bringing anybody on that sounds right. like you know a moron so no yeah. offense to morons no yeah <laughs> but yep. Eric, yeah. what would be your number one piece of advice that you would give any agent that is feeling lost or you know might have that mindset of, of yeah so what's that it, it, it was slow a little bit but i think i got the gist of it so hopefully i'm not repeating him because I, I know you guys talked to tolga so hopefully this this was stolen from him best advice i ever got in my in my life um so the, the but this is what i did and this is how i found my clarity okay so i put four giant pieces of paper on the wall Oh, hold on a second. Let me shut my phone off. Look, rude. Fail. Rico, Party fail. Rico ring right there. <laughs> I know that oh, ring. Away. My bad. Sorry about that. Jeez. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, put four big pieces of paper up on your wall and, and you got to get good at this. So you have to do it like every single week for like the first couple months and then it'll, it'll start to become second nature. Oh, at the so top of those pieces of paper, write one word, right? So it's, you should be focusing as an agency owner on four areas every single day, recruit, train, motivate, make it rain. That's it. So before you do any single action, write down on, on one of those pieces of paper where that action falls into recruit, train, motivate, make it rain. Right? So every single day you should take some time to recruit every single day. You should train the people that you recruited. You should motivate the people that you trained and make it rain for all your rock star staff. Right. That's it. That is your job as an agency owner. So if what you're doing doesn't fit on one of those pieces of paper, don't do it. Delegate it out, give it to somebody else, get it off your plate, but stop wasting your time on crap that doesn't matter. It needs to fit in one of those four categories. So much crap that doesn't matter. That's mm -hmm. so easy to, to, to jump in that lane. Right. Like emails. I'm not going to lie. Emails are the biggest, biggest productivity killer. And, and agents are like, I spend three hours a day trace, chasing my thousand emails that we get from Allstate and everybody else. Do those do anything for you? No. Why aren't you having your service staff answer your emails then? Because most of them are service related anyway. Right. So designate one person to answer your emails for you. If there's something important, they'll let you know. Aren't you just supposed to push control A and then delete? I know. Right. Ugh. So, I'm so. FYI, my Stephanie's first day with me, she's like, Hey, I, you know, I'm going to go through your emails. I'm like, cool. So she opens it up and she's kind of OCD. Right. So I have 11,000 unread emails. <laughs> she's like, I'm broke. So she's like, those will be gone by the end of the day. I'm like, I have at it. And, uh, yeah, so it was bad. So yeah, feel free to ask her about that. She'll probably fall over because yeah, she, she's not having it. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, I, so there, there you go. That'd be my biggest piece of advice. Right. Do when did you implement that and um, how did it change? How fast was the change? So I started doing that probably November of last year. Um, and, and so here, case in point. So really it, it took me until about January to get good at it. Um, because, you know, a lot of times you just take off and you forget before you do the action to list it. Right. Mm. Not only that, but you'll see also what you do in a day. If you list every single action, you'll see what you do. 
Um, but uh, so by January, I, I got pretty good at it. And I mean, we're up growth wise. So our market's harder this year. I would, I would venture to say talking to, to other Ohio agents, everybody agrees our market's a little tougher. We took some rate increases, um, but we're already up 63% uh, over what we were last year at this time with half the staff. Nice. Congratulations. Um, yeah. That's so, awesome. You know what I mean? So again, measurable analytics that you can actually look at and be like, okay, I'm doing something right. And, and I cut you off on the last part and then just cut you off again. But the, the, you said with half the staff, I mean, yeah, that's enormous. Yeah. Enormous. Yeah. Right. Look at the, the productivity increase by yeah. implementing these things and then that cost right now your expenses have gone down or even if it stays the same because you're, you're making it rain for them. Right. right. How much happier and how much longer are they staying? Right yeah. when they're making twice as much. Yep, exactly. You you know you pay a staff six seven thousand dollars a month. Yeah, they're going to be staying with you a lot more than a staff that you know you're made you're that are struggling and getting by with seventeen hundred eighteen hundred bucks a month. Yeah, it's no good for anybody. Yep. So, yeah, I, I mean that's it. You know, just be be very purposeful in what you do and very careful and stop wasting time. Like we waste so much time. Ah, so. so true. I, uh, this is the only industry like I used to work in restaurant. I love the restaurant business and I love how fast paced it is. And like, you're just, I'm like, I love it. Like, I love that. And then I got into insurance and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, this is so It's like a freaking turtle. Right. And it's like, there's all this stuff that's just, it takes a long time. And it's so easy to fall into this like mundane, like, yep. <laughs> right. And that's it. But you know what? You got to make it fun. And, and if you're, if you're starting to burn out and you're getting into that, where it's like, it's it, people don't like going to work in all honesty, this is kind of the truth. People don't like going to work because you don't work enough. Right. And as dumb as that is to sound like if you work harder and more, you'll have more fun because all of a sudden it's, it's no longer just going to a job. Now it's like a lifestyle. You know what I mean? And so now you're just like kind of coming in and you're just living life rather than like, I have to go to work for eight hours and you sit there and watch the clock. Like, dude, I, I, you know, I get up at 5 a.m. And, and I start my routine and it's the same every single morning. Um, and generally, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't really watch the clock, but I get to the, I get to the office anywhere between 8.30 and 9.30, just depending if, if I get into my workout, maybe it's feeling good. I, I just, I, you know, I might go for an extra hour or something. I, who knows? Um, but generally, so I'll get into the office 8.30, 9.30, and do I just, I just work until I don't want to work anymore, you know, which is generally 8 o'clock at night. And I'm like, all right, cool, I'm done, I'm out. Go eat dinner with the family, you know, watch some America's Got Talent, and, uh, you know, hey, call it a night. <laughs> there you go. So That's I it, though. I mean, yeah. sorry, to go back to what I was saying, the, like, it can be like that and it will be like that unless you make a conscious decision to push yourself. I think everybody's expectations of what can happen is ridiculously low. And mm -hmm. I think when you do push yourself and you push your staff, A, it's going to make the, the vibe way better because it's like, holy crap, I, I can't believe I did this. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's also the time's flying by, like people want to stay later because it's like, Oh, I just want to get this last policy in. It's like, right. It's a whole different vibe. Yeah. And, and that's the big thing too, is I, I changed the culture uh, in my sales center. Everybody had individual offices, scrap that. Uh, so I just added, uh, I don't know, I think some people started commenting on it. So I added uh, a hammock swing and beanbag chairs and stand-up desks. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like I can hear their, yeah, I'm I can, a hipster <laughs> playing through the wall. I can actually feel the bass on my wall right here from their speakers over there in the sales center. But yeah. <laughs> So I do, they're just, they're over there having a good time. You know, I mean, they just have fun and, and it is what it is. So just let them do their thing. Hey, wait a second. Awesome. I was on a way. I don't know why I did that. I got to put in a ticket. <laughs> it bounces you off if you get a call in. Oh, I'm not the best. So that's what happens when, if, if staff does that, when they're like on a break, then it'll pull oh. them off. And then, yeah, if you have an outside people doing calls for you, it can be a little frustrating. Oh, gotcha. All right. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> this is awesome, man. We are uh, up against the wall here. Any yeah. famous words? Uh, yeah. Um, 
just uh, tell Stephanie that she, that I won't get to see her podcast, and that way you guys can ask her stuff about me, and, and I'll be able to watch it later and see what she really feels. Um. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll get you back on, and it'll be like a Jerry Springer type thing. Maybe we should. Do yeah, I, what do you I could just I could sneak in like on the screen, but yeah, it'd be like <laughs> yeah, both both of them on, and just really you know have them duke it out. Nah, you know what though? She's you know being from down south, man. She's tough. She'd probably beat me up. It's fine. You know whatever. Yeah. She's, that's, she's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so um you can you know you can watch it on you this this the the visuals on youtube yeah when we get it on there uh yep. and then itunes spotify and what's the other one google play don't even know what yeah. that is but, but yeah it's there so yep, yep. i've been watching because uh, uh i had to watch anthony's on spotify heck yeah man yeah nice so that's, that's my awesome. boy. Got to see, got to see how my competition's doing down there in Texas. <laughs> right on, man. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, guys, love what you're doing. It was, it was a blast having the being on again. So love watching it. your energy, dude. It's awesome, positive. Like we, I love, I love the agents that are super positive, process oriented, and just want to crush it. Like that's it. It's the name of the game, right? That's it. Mm. It's fun. Find the opportunity. Yeah, don't absolutely. Don't, don't, about the the challenge it's like boom just move move to the opportunity yep exactly so guys it was great man thanks for having me again and you know let me know whatever i can do to to be of uh service later on thanks buddy thanks eric same with us man yeah absolutely see you guys all right bye-bye your insurance dudes podcast is sponsored by agency vault an industry leader in agency coaching hiring and retaining top talent and sales training with the seven step trusted advisor sales framework are you up for the challenge for 99 dollars, you'll get 28 days of access and an opportunity to join our private platinum coaching group for more information navigate to www.agencyvault.com hey thanks for checking out the insurance dudes hey please subscribe we got some really great stuff coming out